It's time for some overlooked stocks. And for that, we go to the one and only, I think, there he is. It's George Tillis. All right, George, things are looking up this block, okay? That's the best tease I got. UP is the company you're looking at. Uh, and George, really interesting uh, performance uh, for this company over the last couple months. I mean, as soon as the SPAC got done, it fizzled and kind of blew up and then it just went sideways. Yeah, wheels up uh, is the name, OJ, uh, symbol up. Uh, yeah, you mentioned the SPAC uh, reverse merger. It was actually in July, which uh, came around $11.50, right above the uh, the cash offer uh, price, which is usually around $10 a share. But since then, it's been trading the downside. But for people who aren't familiar with this company, it's an interesting and very novel uh, business model. But basically, it's an aviation services company. They actually serve the uh, the private uh, aviation market, and so they offer like multi-tier subscription programs or membership programs to uh, to basically lease uh, private aircraft. So the the goal I I, I suggest is, or ideally, uh, to become the Uber of the private aircraft market, which includes, of course, you know, uh, jets, but also helicopters. So this is obviously going to cater to uh, the wealthy, uh, and it's also again one way to uh, charter planes, which is usually done through, of course, first party privately owned and operated aircraft, that what Wheels Up is trying to do is create a marketplace, much like Uber has done for ride sharing. And uh, they're trying to do the same thing again for, for, for first owned or, or again, first party owned aircraft, which typically has a lot of downtime when, it's, uh, when aircraft are being unutilized. So it's one way, of course, for uh, holders or owners of aircraft and even leasers uh, of aircraft to uh, to get more uh, more flight miles out of their existing aircraft, and of course provide additional services to those who want to pay for uh, aircraft services at the private level. Uh, but the other thing is, is a lot of folks uh, you know want to be able to get to the airport quick and check in quickly, and they offer uh, security passes as well. So if you want to get verified and uh, the quick uh, security pass or verification technology, that's also part of the uh, the membership program. George, we just talked about business yesterday uh, that was using facial recognition uh, and uh, tech to identify uh, folks checking in into the airport to go on kind of more traditional travel. I mean, this is private, yeah. uh, but it sounds like there's kind of a, almost like a secular kind of tech uh, theme here to some extent. Yeah, the company we talked about was Symbol U, uh, Y-O-U, okay. which is clear secure. And again, they, they provide the, the quick uh, identification for airports, uh, stadiums, as well as those medical passes for the vaccination, uh, you know, passes if it ever becomes, you know, even a federal mandate, we don't know. So I think overall, like I said, uh, this is sort of a secular theme that's going on right now. I think uh, anything, and this is what technology does at the end of the day, OJ, we all know, anything that basically saves on what is a, a constraint on our lives, which is time, uh, 24 hours in the day, no matter what. And if you can, of course, uh, optimize your time utilizing some technology uh, and you get faster and more efficient service, then there's value. And again, is this going to be a business now up uh, or again, wheels up going to be a value based driven business going forward? It certainly can be. They seem to have a novel and niche concept. Uh, it is again, uh, a company that has already some bookings. It's got about a billion dollars of bookings uh, in the pipeline from its history towards uh, at least in the next couple of years. Now, the company itself is pretty aggressive as they should be. I think there's also, again, some incentive for them to be, but they uh, see 
the private aircraft market, which is currently this year uh, to be expected about 31 billion, they say it's going to be about 80 billion in 2025. And, and again, if they can tap into, let's say, for instance, 20 billion of that, uh, that's certainly going to be a very, uh, very valuable prospect for a company that's uh, already got a market cap of two billion dollars. Mm. Interesting. All right. So it's um, not a, you know, it's not a small micro, you know, micro cap. Uh, it's um, definitely small, no. but, uh, you know, it's, it seems like it's got an, enough clientele that want this right now. Markets rich, George, though. The economy's rich, too. Is it a good time yeah. to buy a private uh, jet business? I mean, the Fed's about to taper. <laughs> I'm joking a little bit. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's you know, usually to these things play though. out this time. Yeah, I was going to say, but you know, you're onto something. At the end of the day, we start to see a little bit more of these extreme and eccentric ideas and concepts and businesses that come about. You know, usually near the end of cycles. I'm not saying we're at the end of the cycle yet. We haven't even mm -hmm. seen a rise in the federal funds rate. But again, I think you you bring up a good point to uh, to make, or have brought up a good point, and and it could be a concern. But at the end of the day, you know, they're analysts. They're analysts yeah. that cover the stock. There are about seven analysts who cover it. They've got a consensus of thirteen and a half dollars. Uh, I can't, from a financial profile standpoint, give my evaluation because it's too new of a company. But at the very least, there are analysts who cover the company, and that's at least some uh, some uh, some benchmark that you could utilize if any if you're interested in investment in that. Okay. Well, it's been a better trade, but not much better to buy the stock of Blade, B-L-D-E, Blade yeah. Air Mobility. It's very similar uh, in terms of, you know, kind of niche uh, uh, airline stocks. I mean, Blade just picks you up and takes you somewhere, Uber uh, for the uh, fortunate. Okay. Uh, George, let's keep it going here. Uh, you got a really interesting company, uh, CCXI, Chemocentrics. This is a huge rip higher in the shares. And from what I understand, George, they're trying to develop an alternative to traditional chemotherapy. Well, yeah, Chemocentrics is the company. It was the runner today. It was up, you know, I think over at one point in time, 100%. But it's a biotech company. They actually focus on cancer uh, therapies. Right. That are an adjunct to other traditional therapies. Okay. But they focus on autoimmune diseases, cancers, inflammatory disorders. Now, uh, the company, if you, I don't know if you pull up a year uh, uh, price chart, they actually got to the downside in May because the FDA was very split uh, in terms of uh, their prospects for the uh, drug that was actually approved by the FDA, which caused the stock to rip back to the upside today. Uh, and that's, a, uh, again, for a, uh, for a drug called Avacopan, which is basically an adjunct therapy for vascular autoimmune diseases that lead to things like kidney failure. So uh, the company does have some other drugs in the pipeline, but they're in phase one and phase two trials. So it's a thin pipeline, but today's FDA approval is very accretive to the company. The other ones include diseases like dermatitis, uh, ulcers, as well as other forms of uh, pancreatic cancer and even kidney disease. But if you just look at what happened today, as well as the analyst shift, uh, you know, this certainly could be, and I know, you know, it's, it's tough to chase a stock that's up so much in one day, but there are analysts who are still on board with even higher price targets based upon today's approval. So if you look at the two that I saw, Piper Sandler now adjusted their price target to $52, and they see a continuation uh, of the of the movement to the upside, and, that, and the consensus is 34. And Craig Hallium, very aggressive price target at 108, uh, and that came from 28 dollars because they see now the sales of the recently approved drug to hit 1 million this year, and up to 80 million by the end of 2022. Now, 
that's not a lot of money for a for a big pharma company. But if you look at uh, CCXI, the total sales last year were only about 20 million, and that's through licensing agreements with a company called Vifor, which is basically a European uh, drug company. So uh, the company itself, Chemo, did huh. burn 80 million in cash last year. It has again burned about six times that in net income of, of losses, 122 million. So this was a complete flip now uh, because of the, uh, the FDA approval of this drug. But also uh, Japanese uh, medical authorities, their equivalent to the FDA, did also approve the drug as well. So this is, again, uh, a positive catalyst. It's a, it's a confirmed FDA approval. And it's, so, it's no longer a situation where you've got a thin pipeline of drugs and, uh, you know, see if anyone sticks uh, in, in terms of FDA approval. They actually got an approval. And there is, a, there is a, again, a, an addressable market hmm. that they'll be selling into starting uh, uh, starting in Q4. Certainly the addressable market's not uh, a concern, right? As, uh, anything that is an improved version of what is currently available, always yep. uh, readily welcome. But uh, the surprise approval, I mean, uh, really putting a huge bid into the shares. I mean, it seems like a major, major turning point uh, for this company uh, to get yep. to getting that FDA approval. George, all right, last one you got for us, Air Test Systems, AEHR. You're looking at an offbeat semiconductor play as well. That's our second yep. one this afternoon. You know, Jay, you'll have to you'll have to forgive me. I don't know the date, but we did talk about this company. It was probably about three or four months ago. Ah. AEHR. Yeah, it uh, sounds familiar. Air Test Systems. Yeah, it is a semiconductor equipment company that basically uh, manufactures test systems and primarily test systems that are uh, that, that are called lead silicon test solutions, and it's proprietary and it's uh, for quality control in the automotive space, the five G space, but also uh, it applies for things like mobile phones as well as mobile wearable devices in terms of sensory equipment testing. But today. Uh, the, uh, the Craig Hallium actually upgraded the stock, raised their price target to 31 from 12. And this actually came off of the news, uh, which which was, I believe, a few months ago that we talked about. Yeah, that was September. I found it, George. A $20 million contract. It was September yep, yeah. 7th. You secured a $20 million contract. contract. Yeah, with a Fortune 500 auto company. And so and since then, the stock has continued to rip to the upside. And now uh, one of the things about this uh, this upgrade is Craig Hallium sees a total addressable market that AHR's proprietary test system can reach as $900 million uh, up to. And that's a, that's a pretty significant catalyst. Now, overall, uh, one of the things we talked about was looking at break-even last quarter. In fact, uh, last quarter uh, reported they did they did break even in free cash flow and it was the first profitable quarter they've had so 12% uh, net profit margin last quarter and that's coming off of losses for all of last year up through the first two quarters of 2021 so what we saw is essentially positive revenue catalyst positive uh, 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 break even uh, points which again occurred based on the results last quarter reported in September. Uh, you see a continuation in a stock that is now generating more sales from contracts. And so everything is fitting nicely for the company up, you know, 660% year to date. So overall, I think it's a, uh, it's a company that deserves it because if you look at the financials, they make sense. And also looking at the positive technology catalyst, that's also very compelling as well. All right, uh, George, good stuff. Three definitely overlooked, but for us, technically not at least for air last month. Good job putting that on our radar. George uh, stock at that time trading at $8.76, 1944. Okay, 
Good eyes, George, and we'll let you go out on that high note. Have a great weekend, GT. Appreciate it.